0: The Dream 3 Podcast, episode number 36. We're coming at you with a lot of talk today about the best teams in each NFL conference. We got Dujane Bland with us. Let's get into it. So we're back. We got Dujene Bland with us, so obviously, we're talking some NFL football. Um, we we found a lot of traction when people really loved us ranking our uh top tens of different uh people, running backs, positions, etc. Today, we're going to talk about the top five teams in the AFC and the NFC. This is post draft, post free agency. Um, a lot to talk about, but first off, Dugenay, thank you for coming back. Um, obviously. Good NFL draft, good NFL offseason so far. Great NHRA race this past weekend in in Virginia. And Neil, I don't know what's going on with you, but well, um, I know you're trying to sell a Kai Havertz rookie.
1: Yeah, I'm <laughs> just
0: trying to liquidate
1: some things since you know I'm just kind of I don't know starting from scratch again, playing the playing the challenge, doing a little challenge, a little game for myself, so. <laughs> Other than that, I watched uh, seven game sevens over the weekend. Seven, seven. game sevens. <clears throat> Did you know that was the most ever in a weekend? It's, it's most game incredible.
0: sevens. A yeah. okay, lo- lot, of, lot of game sevens. Tell me if this is a lie. The NHL playoffs were so much better than the NBA playoffs this past weekend. So much more exciting.
1: <clears throat> Not a lie. I would say they're evened. They're pretty even. E,
0: like, What do we find out that Chris Paul sucks and you know will never win a ring? Luka Doncic
1: is the most unathletic great player to ever play basketball. Uh,
0: Devin Booker was nowhere to be found. Um,
2: Search party still hasn't found him. No, no,
1: not at all. Someone should probably uh, stop by his house over the next couple weeks because,
2: yeah. uh,
0: yeah, but no, you're you're right. A lot of good game sevens. Um, I watched the uh, the Penguins and the Rangers play last night. That was a fun game to watch. Um, My cap's almost,
2: almost, almost. It was close. Um, I knew they didn't really have a team, but I was very surprised they were able to push it as far as they did, though.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they're. The they're definitely a veteran-led team, but they just don't they don't have enough like young pieces to kind of give them that that push. It's it's honestly they play a little slower game than they did a few years ago back when they won the cup. So yep, yeah. Yep. I mean, Ovi's great, but Ovi can't carry your team like you got he that used to. right.
2: Yeah. yeah, he's older.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's getting up there.
0: He's getting old. So before we kind of jump into our top five list, a lot of NFL news over this past week, Uh, Tyron Matthews going back to the Saints, going back to LSU, Um, 32 years old. So, you know, is he going to be a big factor on that defense for the New Orleans Saints this season?
2: I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes. And my reason being is they're not going to ask him to do anything abnormal uh, outside of what he's capable of doing. Um, his veteran leadership uh his ability to uh, be able to rally guys i think they have enough guys up front uh they get very good pass rush up front they don't allow quarterbacks to just sit back there and pick their nose and take photos and sign autographs before you know completing deep balls uh, i think he's gonna be a great addition to really kind of lock down that secondary as their front seven uh, continues to, to hunt. Um, if they can continue to do that, then um, I, I think I – actually, I think his career elevates a little bit because he's not going to be left out there mm-hmm. on an island.
1: No, he gets yeah, – I, I agree 100%. I think he gets to kind of do his own thing, and that's pretty much what Kansas City let him do um, last year. And he was a playmaker – I mean, the last few years. Mm-hmm. And he was a playmaker for them. He's somebody that I think was an anchor. And when he wasn't in or they had to rely on Daniel Sorensen, it was – a sore, sore sight to see. We'll just put it that way. So, um, I, I, I think that was a good addition. Who else did they? Did they add someone else?
0: Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Jarvis. And then, did they sign another safety or a corner?
0: Uh, not. I can't think off the top of my head. I think the biggest news was Gilmore. Jarvis.
2: I don't think Gilmore went with them.
0: No, Gilmore went to the no. Colts.
2: That's right. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. was who they wanted.
0: Yeah, right. Um, th- the only the only Saints news I can think of is Jarvis, who got a base salary of three with three as incentives, which is kind of weird from a guy who's asking for twenty million. <laughs> Basically, I think he kind of wanted to get out of Cleveland and made a number so big that made Cleveland cut him. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing, like, I don't know if you saw of, of Drew Brees saying that he doesn't know if he's going to go back to ESP or uh, NBC, if he's going to, you know, come back and play again. It's like, what is Drew Brees is 43 years old. How would you feel? Like, if you hear that as Jameis Winston, you think, you know, this is my team. Like, uh, no no one believes that Drew Brees is going to come back. There's no reason for him to be. Uh, like they said on Maccabee's show today. Drew Brees will always find a way to make it about himself, no matter what. So what's your thoughts on that? Do you think, I, out do, say that?
1: Knowing who Drew Brees is and kind of oh. just – do you really think Drew Brees is about himself, though? I mean, d probably could speak to this more than anybody, but he I doesn't seem like that on the outside.
2: All those guys don't seem like that on the outside – you know, they, they hide it pretty well. I I don't think it's a, you know, I don't think it's a, one of those things where he needs to be the center of attention type of make it about me. But I, I would say that with the team that they have um, and the type of person that he is, the city, I mean, it's pretty much as drew Brees, drew Brees, the city, um, you know, ins and outs. I, I don't, I would say that, yeah, in a way he is making it about him. I mean, this is about to be Jameis Winston's team. Last year, I thought Jameis was playing quite well up until the point where he had that injury. Um, and I, I still think the the time he spent behind Drew is, is uh, you know, huge. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't I, I think Drew doesn't like the way it had to end, but. You know, I, I look. It's, it's much the same, right? I mean, the, the arm doesn't get any better because you've been out a year. You were losing that that oomph to throw it down the field. He doesn't have that 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 long ball like like Jameis has. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't. It. It's gone. And when they can't play offense, throwing stuff in front of people and then allowing those guys to make plays. Defenses have figured that out. I think we saw that with the last couple of years where they had an opportunity to make it to the Super Bowl. Just that offense ain't going to work if you can't chuck it over the top and get it over someone's shoulder every now and then.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that was one thing that, you know, I think for a timing perspective, Drew started to lose his arm. And when they needed, like, the explosive down the field play, they had to bring in something else. They had to bring in Taysom Hill or something like that. It kind of reminds me of when uh, the Colts had Phillip Rivers and he couldn't make any of the deep balls, so they brought in – you know, Jacoby to come in and throw the ball just to try and get the ball deep. You know, yep. um, yeah, I agree. Taking a year off doesn't doesn't automatically solve your arm strength. Your arms once your arm strength goes, though, it's it's over. That's it's so your over. that's your career.
0: But it also it sounded like you know he enjoyed the analyst part of the job and the, and the broadcasting. <laughs> but being stuck on NBC, it means you're only going to do Sunday Night Football, which is you know is what Tarico and Collinsworth and yes. or Notre Dame games. So <clears throat> you're kind of stuck in that. It sounds like Breeze is also not really happy about you know having to do all the studio time, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So you know having a ploy of oh maybe I'm gonna return to football is kind of his way of, of negotiating for a better you know TV deal. Um because you know, think about it. There's so many people that are ex players, ex coaches that are going for TV deals. Like Sean Payton is, I guess, joining Fox this season. So yeah. maybe, maybe Drew Brees makes the jump to to Fox with with, with Sean. Get um, more games. Yeah, uh, and who else was? I was listening to Rappaport this morning talk about there is a. Uh, current player wider i want to say he's a wide receiver that could possibly go back to the steelers this year hadn't played last year but is also an analyst for nfl network and he's kind of testing the waters like should i go back and play another year or should i take this analyst job because i guess he's really really good at it i just can't think of who it is at the moment but um, besides that a couple other quick things uh Gronkowski you think Gronkowski is coming back this year do you think he's done very cryptic
2: lately in his tweets he should be done in my opinion he doesn't add anything else I mean it's nothing against him but he's put his body on the line for the amount of time that he's had we saw it last year uh he's pretty much a one-trick pony Uh, he he understands where he needs to be and can make some key blocks for some guys but he ain't separating from good linebackers and nobody's really scared of him, so what? He's taking a roster spot from a guy who's capable, of stretch in the middle of the field, and giving you an opportunity at least.
1: You think maybe because they lost OJ Howard to free agency, so yep, who else is on? Who else is on the roster right now?
2: <laughs> uh, uh, probably, I would say no one worth writing home to mama about. <laughs>
1: I'm trying to remember who's all on their roster. Anyways, the reason why I bring that up is, you know, what if Tampa Bay signs him to an Odell Beckham deal? You know, a one year, go out, you get incentives. The farther that you go, the more that you perform, more touchdowns, all that stuff, you know. Maybe maybe that's the deal he takes. They just got Cameron.
2: They just have okay. Cameron. That, and they have, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it looks like it's just Cameron. They have a guy named Cole Fells. um, Cody McElroy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, ain't nobody writing home to mama about. I mean, you know, yeah, they ain't decent,
1: decent, but I mean, let's be honest. Your two guys that you're going to be focusing on next year are going to be, you know, Mike Evans and, and um, Gosh, why can't I think of it? Godwin. Godwin. Yeah. So, I mean, from that aspect, you know, and you used a lot of Lenny last year in the passing game, which Lenny Lenny's kind of resurrected his career a little bit
0: with Tampa Bay. He's played well. Yeah. I mean, anybody anybody who leaves Jacksonville has a good chance of resurrecting their <laughs> career. I mean, it but wasn't true. that – it wasn't Fournette's – On field play that was his detriment more in Jacksonville was the play calling and the team around him, which was absolute garbage. But everybody remembers Fournette with the Jaguars for going after fans in the stands of the Buffalo game. Yeah, you know, yeah, it takes a couple years for you to mature in the league, but he has resurrected himself on a team that I didn't think he was going to get a ton of touches and have the same. Type of you know, playing power, we really you know, once the playoffs top five running back last year, oh, for sure, for sure. Um, really, the hype that he had coming out of college, you know, we all remember that biggest, fastest running back of all time, basically coming out of college from LSU, got to the league, and you know, just like everybody else with the Jaguars, it's a lull and it's Jacksonville's fault, but yeah, Lenny good player going in you know someone you want to get behind and you can get him pretty cheap pretty cheap for a veteran player um last thing i want to touch on i don't know if you guys saw this but deshaun watson is flying all the offensive players from the browns to the bahamas for a for a team bonding slash a little bit of training uh this sounds like baker mayfield is obviously not going to go but do you think that Baker has to be involved? He, so he's, he's got to show up to what is it? He's got to show up to training camp and he's got to show up to uh, something else because he's guaranteed 18 and a half million dollars this year right. to show up. Now he doesn't have to like his teammates and stuff like that, but what's your thoughts on, you know, that dynamic with the Browns Baker and Deshaun right now, because here's what I'm thinking. Let's say because it sounds like the, the NFL is going to meet with Deshaun in Texas within the coming week or so. If Deshaun gets a suspension and Baker plays ha- is forced into playing, so he can't you know sit out, he can't throw a temper tant- <clears throat> tantrum, he kind of has to bite the bullet and and be a quote unquote good teammate until something happens. But if Deshaun has to serve a suspension, Baker's your number one quarterback. Because you brought in Jacoby Brissett also. But if Baker balls out like he should, that's that's good for the Browns and for Baker, who wants to be traded anyway. So what's your guys' feeling in the in the dynamics? Like how how awkward you you see training camp going to be and kind of like this push up to the season time?
1: Okay. Um Here's the thing, so if we look at the the Browns' schedule, the first four games, they play dog-shit opponents. Of course. So what they've done and what the NFL's constructed is basically creating a quarterback controversy for the Browns. Because they know they're going to suspend Deshaun Watson, which means Baker's going to play. Baker, if I'm Baker Mayfield, I'm trying to just be the best team player I can because I know that I'm going to get my shot come game one because Deshaun's going to be sitting in the press box. So if if that's the case, this is Baker's opportunity to play himself into a trade, to, to get out, to get your money, to go somewhere else, to get traded, to get a new contract, to further your career. So if if I'm Baker, I'm taking every opportunity to, to be at OTAs, be at minicamp, do the best I can, get my team ready, And win the first four games because you win those first four games. People have been calling. And when Deshaun comes back, you know, you're sitting the bench. So wherever, wherever wants you, whoever wants you take the contract. That's all I'm saying.
2: But can he do it, though? The guy's always running that mouth the way he can't stay out of his own way. Like
1: he he does. But the way that the Browns and Stefanski's offense is set up it's set up to have quarterback success because it doesn't rely on the quarterback to be superhero right. it just relies on them to be a game manager and Baker is not a he's not a superhero he's no, a game he's manager not. and if you can if you can make it easy for him that's that's all you need to do and that's all that it, that's all that needs to happen and that's all that Baker needs to do he can do that because he's not the guy that's gonna change the game. He's not the guy no. who's gonna win you the game.
2: Because I agree with your analysis. Like that's what yeah. he needs to do. I'm just concerned whether he can stay out of his own way and don't go, you know. I, I, I sense there's going to be a lot of subliminal messages that come out of, you know, that that are gonna come out that he's gonna say that won't be they will be indirect, that won't be blunt. Um, but I'm just wondering if he can just stay out of his own way. I mean, he's on oh yeah. He hurt his yeah, own yeah. trading ability by going on these shows and saying what he said. He could have gone somewhere. He just—you really dug yourself into a grave by doing what you did. You just should have kept your mouth shut, and you likely would have already been with the team already.
1: Yep. Yeah. No. No. I, I 100% agree with you. I'm saying from a from a uh, a perspective of here's how the cards can unfold. Yes. You know, it's set up for him to to be successful. Absolutely. He's just gotta, like you said, shut his mouth and do do the work. You know, yep. just shut up and go play go play quarterback, please. Like that's it. Four that's games. it.
2: That's it.
1: Yeah. The schedule is is at Carolina, at home against the Jets, at home against the Steelers, and then you go to Atlanta.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, and then you play the Chargers, which you're gonna lose that game. So first four games, it's right there for you.
0: So I think uh, I'm thinking that I bet he does. He goes to training camp, obviously, because he wants that's too much guaranteed money to Mm -hmm. to to fight. But I bet that the Browns and them work out a deal where he's, let's say, a healthy scratch, hamstring injury, sore shoulder something where he doesn't practice or doesn't, quote unquote, have to show up. Maybe he's going to work out with his own trainer or something like that because he's still going to have to be in football shape one way or another. He knows right. the offense, so he's he's easy to plug and play in. But I think it's going to be a, a wild, wild circus. It's going to be the circus of the offseason, especially what's going to be the circus what, of the Cleveland Browns because that's that's the most Cleveland Browns type drama, drama there is. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, they are the circus. And, now they have a, a really good team, which yes. is weird. Like, they're they have a good team. It's one of those teams that shouldn't fail, but they'll find a way to, yeah. Kind of like the Odell, <laughs> Jarvis. Well, what's Nick, um, so,
1: so real quick? What's funny about this the first four games, okay? The next four games the Chargers, the Patriots, the Ravens, the Bengals. So right there, you're losing the next four. So you're going to four. Like there's nothing about that. There's no. It's you will be four and four at best.
2: That's killer. Yeah. Murderers row.
1: Yeah, I feel bad. They got a hard schedule. They got a hard schedule. All right, should we get into this thing? Yep,
0: let's get into it. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I'm I'm just. How do I do that on mine now? Uh, you go to settings uh, I'm not then, I'll, I'll figure it out for next time. okay cool um, So let's talk about the top five NFL teams post draft
1: in each conference
0: in each conference. So okay. let's go let's start NFC first because technically that's probably going to be the easiest
1: gonna be the least amount of time.
0: It will take the least amount of time for sure so neil you can go ahead and start on that one yep um
1: no bias at all here um number one is is do you want to start five to one or one yeah, to five? yeah five to one sorry okay so i'm gonna go ahead and just say honorable mention this team could be a real dark horse and 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 make some waves um I have the, the Eagles as my dark horse honorable mention. Um, I, I like the construct of the team. I like their draft picks. I like the trades they've made. If they can just not throw to Jalen Reger, they're probably going to win about three or four more games. So I, I like the Eagles as honorable mention. But number five, uh, I have Dallas Cowboys. Um, I think they're still a really good team. Michael Parsons is only going to get better. Yes, you lost some pieces over the offseason, but in the end, I still think Dak Prescott's a good enough player to make you top five in the NFC. But let's be honest, only three teams in the NFC really matter. Outside of that, I guess you can just put whoever you want in there. Um, number four, I have the Saints. Um, a lot, of, we, we talked before, right before this, a lot of off season acquisitions that were really good. Um, benefited well in positions that they needed uh, acquired a, a great, they have a great wide receiving core comeback. James Winston played really well up until the ACL tear. Um, I think the saints are, are definitely going to be a better team and they've owned Tom Brady since he's been to Tampa Bay. So if you could beat Tom Brady twice, get two wins under your belt, you're going to, you're going to be a good team um, moving forward. So, Saints number four, Green Bay number three. Um, they would be higher, but because they have the world's biggest choke artist that is quarterback, that that puts them at number three. So, <laughs> um, number two, uh, Tampa Bay, um, greatest of all time, still still kicking and and still flinging around a football. It's it's hard not to count them out. And number one, um, no bias the Los Angeles Rams, defending Super Bowl champions, um, they did not get worse. They got better. So I think that's something people really need to realize. Um, I wasn't very, too happy about the Robert Woods move um, I and the Allen Robinson, bringing in Allen Robinson. I think that was kind of smart, just because Robert Woods is a better blocker. And that's, that's an integral part of... Uh, Sean McVay's offense and, and, and performing well. Um, but they do get a healthy cam acres now over a full off season, which is great for them. Um, that's my top five. Mm. Go Rams.
2: Go ahead. DeJune. All right. Well, my honorable mention is the Washington commanders. Um, <laughs> and here's my reason why I feel like they have gotten better um, they come with a great offensive line. Uh, they, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of the Dotson uh, pick, but I really feel like he has the potential to be a Terry McLaurin. Um, they have guys like Dami Brown now with a competent quarterback that has that made guys on the Colts look good, and Carson Wentz. Uh, I think he can spread the ball around and do a good job. I also think that the the uh, Brian Robinson jr. Running back pick is also going to be good gives them a three-headed monster that uh, that are multifaceted can be used in the passing game and they also all can run the ball uh, all three downs. Uh, their defense is going to be the question mark. Hopefully that will be a Jack Del Rio thing. Uh, I'm actually going to have Philadelphia at fifth. I think Washington can be the number two team in that division. I think the Eagles can be number one here Uh, with the additions they've made at wide receiver getting Brown. I don't think you can uh, overlook that. Uh, I think people are a little bit too hard. Everybody outside of Philadelphia uh, understands what Jalen Hurts is capable of doing. Um, I think with that, that uh, wide receiver core now um, and with his ability to be able to move the pocket uh, gives them a good opportunity. We know what they have on defense. Um, Number four, uh, I'm actually going with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I mean, Jameis Winston's coming back. I uh, thought he did an excellent job before he got hurt. They have an excellent defense. They only added, uh, you know, the Honey Badger to get better on that backside. Uh, they added uh, a Jarvis Landry to that uh, mix. Hopefully, Thomas can stay healthy. But, hey, if he doesn't, they still have a good enough mix there to where they can get the job done. I like their ability to be able to do that. Uh, Number three, I am actually going to go uh, with the San Francisco 49ers. Um, I really like what he look. (laughs) Shanahan gets it his own way. Let's just be honest. (laughs) But they do have uh, capable both defensive and offensive tools. The only question mark is their quarterback. Um, But that's the same thing with the commanders, right? Sometimes he just has some weird things that go on and he doesn't get the job done. But I do like what they have there. Um obviously Green Bay number two. Uh, but did I did I skip one? I don't think I skipped one. Um Green Bay's number two. Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. is Aaron Rodgers. Um he's still gonna choke, but I don't think you can you can put Aaron Rodgers in any regular season situation and he's gonna ball out. That's the whole thing. We start when we get to playoffs is a different story. Um, I just don't think Tampa Bay has gotten better. Um, I really don't. I think they got worse, and I really think Tom should have stayed home. He's not winning this division, okay? And You're not going to win in a playoff game. So you should have stayed home. You lost too many pieces defensively, offensively, when everybody else around you got better. Number one, obviously, is Los Angeles Rams. I mean, Sean McVay, uh, his offense is a plug-and-play uh they brought in some more talent that is uh gonna give them the speed that they like. Uh you're talking about Akers and Henderson in the backfield. Um in that defense, look, you're not gonna have uh you're not gonna have the things that we saw in the Super Bowl happen on a regular basis. Uh those guys are gonna fly around. They're only they understand uh what's at stake. Um and Sean McVay is is probably to me, I think top five, if not top two coaches in the league to motivate guys and get them going. Um I, I like what the Rams bring to the table and uh the Rams are my number one. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention you could throw a rock
0: like we and we've said it plenty times so far, like the top three are are fairly set. Once you go past top three, you could throw a rock and hit about ten teams that could possibly be your honorable mention to four and five. So honorable mention in my book, I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions. Reason being is they have a lot of they have a lot of opportunities with some good players. Now, what's <laughs> holding them back is the quarterback situation. This is going to be you the year to find out if the Jared Goff is, the Detroit Lions. No, I mean, they, there's the problem: is they have a good roster. It's just like anything else. It's quarter. It's the quarterback play. It's you're gonna find out right now is Jared Goff, you know, worth the money or worth the trade that he was worth. But you know, if not, it, you can't tell me that trading not for Jalen Williams was not a was not a great idea. You have another great wide receiver on the, on on your line. You have the offensive tackle from oregon last year you got adrian hutchinson even though i don't think he's going to be a superstar in the league i think he's going to be a good player especially in the nfc north where you're going to have to get out there he's a michigan guy you're going to have to be outside play and 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 play in cold weather games so the detroit lions it's, it's i like them a lot better than i like the cardinals as my sleeper team because the cardinals you know They overpaid for Hollywood Brown 100%. Yeah, it's a one man pass rush show. Like, JJ Watt is should be done. Like, you you can't finish it. He's the Mike Trout of the NFL. Like, Hopkins is suspended. Hopkins is suspended, even though he claims that you know he didn't take nothing. But, you don't have Christian Kirk, you don't have Christian Kirk because he got 80 million dollars from the Jaguars for some reason. You yeah. don't have uh, 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 running back um, Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds, you don't have him no more. So, and you have Kyler who's playing this Instagram game with the front office. He's acting right. like a toddler. He yeah. is. Oh, he, he is. is. Yeah, he is. So, you know, that's why I'm going to put I'm going to put uh, uh, Detroit as my honorable, but number five, I'm going to go with Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia made some great moves this offseason. I think the A.J. Brown thing is huge. Like you said, keep Jalen Rager as far away from the football as possible. <laughs> <Facts>. um, <clears throat> you spent, you know, you got your $100 million deal. You had a great draft. Like, you had a pretty darn good draft. Now, you keep your Nick Seriani coach under control and kind of in the box. The worst thing, he, he gives me the Adam Gase vibes. Like he's kind of, yeah, he's kind of all over the place. (laughs) And someone who's kind of just like, you like double take look at him, but you know, I think they have a, kind of like like
1: the, Hey, are you a child molester kind of person? You probably should stop.
0: Yeah. With those eyes. Yeah. Yeah. So they have a well-rounded offensive. Find out this year for if, if Jalen hurts is for real or not. I mean, they. I, I agree with you, Dujenay. Like they, they can battle for the, the NFC East top. I think the Giants are are not gonna be who they don't have a quarterback for sure. Um Dallas is your basically one of your only competition. <clears throat> Washington's kind of a up in the air. We'll have to wait and see till about week six. Yeah. Um number four, I was thinking. Probably Dallas. Number four is probably Dallas. I i think both of you drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> but it's like it's
1: not. It's not about that. It's that. It's about the fact that they play nobody.
0: They nobody, Their they schedule is schedule.
1: horrible.
2: Yeah, it is so
1: the, easy. It, the, 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 I think the it's isn't it the whole them. NFC East division, their whole it gets like the four best schedules in the entire NFL. Uh
0: huh. It's I mean, it's the, it's the Jerry stupid. Jones schedule. I wonder, and how many primetime games do they have this year? Twenty seven, I, I <laughs> guaranteed.
1: And they only play seventy games. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they get but, reruns uh, on NFL Network. But it's not like they don't have to have a great team. It's their schedule is what helps them. Yeah. Um, now they have some. They have some great play. I think that Micah Parsons showed that this past year that he is a. He is a force to be reckoned with. No matter where you put him, linebacker, stand up defensive end, Um, the offense you know might struggle here and there. Dak is not a super great quarterback. Zeke is overrated. Um, The wide receiver positions is tough for them coming into this year, and we'll see what you got on the back seven. Um, Is it number where we go number three now? Yeah. Number three, the Niners. I think, like, like you said, Duganay. You know, Mike Shanahan gets in his own way. <laughs> Good team, quarterback situation. You're gonna have to figure out. Right? Like, is Trey Lance your guy? Is Jimmy G your guy? Because that you could turn it right now into a Deshaun Baker situation and crumble from the inside. Because if you don't have a clear cut leader or change so often, you're not hurting the team you know, playing, you're hurting the team's morale. And that's one of the things like following, you know, the Colts players is we've changed quarterbacks, what, seven times in seven years. We had seven different starting quarterbacks and you just see the guy, the Kenny Morris, the Darius Leonard's like, here we go again. Got a new guy coming in, having to relearn everything and this and that like guys don't want that guys want somebody stable. So right, this is, a make a break year for, for Jimmy G if that's the way they decide to go or Trey Lance, figure out if he's the guy, throw him in there. Like if you drafted him that high, why are you, why are you not throwing him in there right away? Um, number two, green Bay, green Bay. Uh, they, like we know Aaron Rodgers isn't going to win a playoff game. You lose Devonte Adams. Um, they signed J- was Jair Alexander today to an eighty four million dollar contract. Um, didn't didn't make a ton of great moves in the draft, but they didn't sign
1: anybody out. in free agency either.
0: Did, no, and, and they lost. Uh, they, they let lost, people walk. They they let a lot of people go, but Aaron Rodgers, like quarterback, quarter good professional quarterbacks will make any scrub around them good. Peyton Manning did that. Name all the white wide receivers that were around him. Yeah. Tom Brady made superstars out of Danny Amendola, Wes Welker, and other guys who were 6th, 7th undrafted free agents. Like, hey. hey, nobody knew who Robert Tanyan Jr. was before Aaron Rodgers started getting him the ball. No one You're knew right. that you Robert did. Tanyan <laughs> I did because I helped recruit him to ISU, but nobody knew that he had spent the last three years on the lions practice squad. Like he's been in the league a long time. Now you see what the kid can do training with George Kittle and stuff like that. So good quarterbacks can make nobody's into somebody's. And then number (laughs) one, obviously the Rams uh, defense is unstoppable. Like they have a bunch of, Guys on that defense, Aaron Donald Deion ooh, says dogs got some dogs, dogs over there. Dogs. They
1: got the best player in the league.
0: <laughs> well, so is it confirmed Aaron Donald's coming back?
1: Yes, he's coming. Yeah, he's back. coming
0: back. Um, and here's
1: he's coming for Lawrence Taylor. That's what he's coming for. So,
0: you know, what's funny is you know, Jalen Ramsey gets, I think, 20 million a year. Is it 20 million a year? But He's one of the, obviously like the top five, one of the highest. No, he's people. not top five anymore not players. after Jair, he's in, not in uh, in corners, yeah, he's not anymore. Oh, well, it's like Jair Denzel Ward, Back yeah, he's he's at,
1: he, because Jair restructured and got a new contract, he's now like the sixth best paid corner. Do,
0: do people remember when Jalen Ramsey played for the Jaguars? Can you think about all the amount of great players that have left the Jaguars to become insane big time superstars?
2: Absolutely insane.
0: So, There's
1: two of them on the Rams.
0: Oh yeah, oh yeah. Alan Robinson. Alan okay. Robinson <laughs> for sure. So obviously Rams number one. Um, I agree with Duganade. Buccaneers and I know I know. James is going to hate that. I don't think the Buccaneers have a shot to win a playoff game this year. No. Um, definitely not even the best team in their conference. Yeah, they might fumble their way around to to maybe get into a wild card game, but. <clears throat> I don't Do you really that.
1: not trust Tom Brady to win one playoff game, though?
0: It's not no. that I don't. It's not that I don't trust him to win a game. Do you think he's going to win enough games in the division to be able to get there?
1: Well, the Falcons suck.
0: We don't know. Panthers
1: that. suck. the The Panthers
0: and, the Panthers have a big issue.
1: And he's lost. He lost to the Saints twice, and then beat him in the playoffs and won a Super Bowl. So that doesn't matter anymore. Look, we we lost to we've lost to the to the we've lost to the 49ers eight straight times and look who won a Super Bowl. True. And we beat them at home.
2: Yeah. They still not making it that far though. They no, no, not, Because horses.
1: the Rams are gonna win another Super Bowl again. I'm not gonna argue that. Good choice. <laughs> I don't think I really don't think you can right now. Not right
2: now. I, I can't. There's the no only,
1: thing, the only thing I can see, and, and this is just regression of the way the NFL works, you you need your team to be healthy throughout the, throughout the year. And they were really healthy last year, which is not what we had in the previous year. So if you think regression back to the norm, you're going to lose a player or two. That unfortunately may hinder your ability to make it. Um, so you think regression back to the norm probably... Maybe you don't make it this year.
2: If they um, take a step you, back, they're still better. than – I mean, they still are a value. I mean, go get OBJ's going to come back. I mean, I, yeah. I think even I, if they make a, if it has to be on the offensive line, if if they lose it, well, yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: you lost Andrew Whitworth to retirement. Yeah, you signed um, Havenstein. To, is it to an extension to try and see if he'll
2: be the the new guy?
1: We'll see. But um, I'm a
2: Sean McVay guy, though. And I. But
1: their are rosters. Their rosters constructed. Can... It's the best roster in the NFC, and the NFC is not strong anymore. Nah. It's like the old. It's like the old early 2000s Eastern Conference in the NBA.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. You kind of you. One all you need team, is LeBron to it. carry you there. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> but
0: let so, me let me for for you real quick. Let me run through Tampa Bay's schedule and just like look at it like it's it's a rough schedule starting off dallas new orleans green bay kansas city atlanta pittsburgh carolina so you got you know atlanta like you said atlanta and carolina but and then baltimore then la the rams then seattle cleveland the niners cincinnati the cardinals like besides the division games like it's, it's a rough schedule. Like That's a rough you schedule. don't know who the Browns are going to be. You know, that green Bay is going to be tough. Kansas city still has Patrick Mahomes, even without Tyree kill. Can you stop Travis Kelsey?
2: They're still uh, better than them. Even though I think the Kansas city chiefs are not as good as they were. I think they took a step back in the division for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. But Pittsburgh. You don't know what kind of Pittsburgh team is going to be this year with quarterback play. Um, but still, like, I don't know if if they do make the playoffs, I think it's going to be a wild card. Yeah. All right, let's go to the AFC. Neil, your five AFC teams.
1: Do you want me to do another honorable mention? Absolutely. I think <sighs> I will put my honorable mention as the Denver Broncos and the only caveat to this is you basically took you basically are are taking Russell Wilson out of Seattle which has the offense to compete with people and doesn't have a defense and you've given Russell Wilson now a defense to compete with teams but now he doesn't no have the strength on offense Yeah, no. and his and wide receiving core is out doing it, Alabama yeah, you know
0: his number one wide receiver is probably done yeah
1: yeah exactly so Russell Wilson, although really great, you still need a supporting cast. And he just doesn't I don't think he has the strength in his weapons, especially when you let Noah Fant walk too um to Seattle. That that kinda killed it a little bit. Um, on top of this thing with Jerry Judy, it's just it's a mess. So I'm not I'm not it I think it's team that can definitely put it together, but but I think that's probably a little too much hype on Russell Wilson as a quarterback right now to yeah. to say that boosted them into a top five team. Um, so I'll leave that as the honorable mention. Um, number five, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. Again, like we talked about a little bit, they took a step back. Um, I think if you can't stretch the field with Tyree Kill now and the way that defenses have played the Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, last year and kind of figured out him, it makes it difficult because now you got to either improvise more or just take the dink and dunks. And I think that's going to stifle a little bit more of the Chiefs offensively. Defensively, you lost some people. Um, You lost a guy who's probably your best defender, truly probably your best defender to the Saints, um, and Tyron Matthew. And now you got to rely on What's left of there to be able to to carry you, um, the rest of the way. So I'm not I'm not too big on the Chiefs at number five, um, but you still have Patrick Mahomes, MVP, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. He's got talent. He's got talent. No question. Um, number four, I have the Ravens. Um, the Ravens are a good team. They get J.K. Dobbins back. Mark Andrews, best tight end in the league. Statistically, some may argue some other people, um, but statistically, Mark Andrews best tight end in the league last year. Um, I'm not sure about the Hollywood Brown move, but I, I mean, I've heard. Who's their
0: receiving core?
1: You know, yes. There, who is their receiving core? But it what, what was what was the best thing when in the MVP year of Lamar Jack, the MVP year of Lamar Jackson what was the best thing about it. They and ran the ball 40, 50 times, he and he runs the ball twenty. Know. Yeah, and he runs the ball twenty. And if he can do that, they're they're going to be a good team.
0: It's a run based first offense. Yeah,
1: yeah. Defensively, they're a good team as well. Um, they didn't lose anything that that really <clears throat> made a difference. Um, and you know, it's always tough to play against the Ravens. Um, they're, I mean, they were right there. If Lamar plays three of those last four games. Or did he lose or did he miss the last four or three?
0: I believe four or four,
1: four. I think. So if, if he plays in if he plays in those four games, he plays in two of those games, we're talking about them in the playoffs and someone else not. So um they're right on the verge of playoffs even in a down year where they've lost four running backs to ACL tears. So Ravens at number four. Number three, I have the Los Angeles Chargers. I I like the explosiveness. Um, you can argue in generally in the NFL there's a down year in the second year of quarterbacks. Herbert showed that he can just excel through it. Uh, but this is his third year now, so third year new or third year Brandon Staley. You keep your same offensive or your same defensive minded defensive minded guy, but the same coaching staff. Um, you've got a little more stability now. You re-signed your wide receivers. You have a great running back. Um, you got two good tight ends to use, and defensively, you signed Khalil Mack. Although he's not the same explosive player that he once was,
0: still Khalil Mack.
1: <laughs> he's still Khalil Mack, and you still gotta you still gotta watch out for it. Plus, I think they get back a couple guys from injury last year, late last year, that kind of
0: hampered him a little bit. Derwin James, I still believe is very underrated.
1: Derwin James, um, Casey Hayward, is he gone? That I don't know. But you brought in J.C. Jackson from the Patriots. In, yeah, so J.C. Jackson. Get, yeah, if you get a half J.C. Jackson, you're better than most teams. Sure. Um, so I think I think they, they bolstered up defensively what they, they were not good at last year. Um, I think that, that gives them an opportunity to win that division um, and really make a push to be one of the best teams in the league. Uh, number two, I have the Bills. Um, and the only reason that – um, the only reason why I'm keeping them here now is because I think that we're riding a little bit of the Josh Allen hype, rather than really truly looking at what they've done to bolster their team. They've added Von, Von Miller, but um, Von Miller's not the same player as he once was. Um, but he's still a good piece. Um, and the and the thing is, you're still the Buffalo Bills. And you still don't have a Super Bowl, so yep. um, history is kind of going against you in that a little bit. Um, but I think they have an opportunity to turn that around and, and make the make the Super Bowl this year. And then number one, um, the Bengals, um, Bengals got better. They addressed what they needed to in the off season, and I think you know it, they were they showed us last year that they were uh, subpar. We'll call it a subpar offensive line away from a Super Bowl, and because their offensive line was so bad. Um, so, if they have an average offensive line, which they have now, average to above average, I think that could definitely help them um, get over the hump and and uh, finally get that elusive ring they've been waiting thirty plus years for.
2: Were you talking about Justin Jackson for the Chargers? Is that what you were asking about? No, 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 no. J.C. J. Jackson?
0: J.C. Jackson, the corner. J.C. Jackson. Yeah, he He's, came he from <laughs> New England.
2: They, yep, they re-signed him. They did re-sign him. Yep. All right. Pick up. Yeah, definitely. Um, So my honorable mention is the <clears throat> Miami Dolphins. Uh, I like everything that they've done offensively. Um, defensively, I think they've always been there. I think it's... The offense has been an Achilles' heel for them, and in, in their defense, they haven't really helped them out. Um, adding Tyreek Hill is great; gonna add, uh, but the question, the big question, is: is can Tua get them the ball consistently? And that's why they're honorable mention. They very well, with a quarterback, could easily be in this top five. But um, quarterback is a big question mark there. They have the running game, they have the receivers now. There's really no excuse for Tua. Um, I I really think if they can get it together, they can make some noise, especially with Buffalo being inconsistent as a football team. So number five, I have the Raiders. Um, I really like all the moves that the Raiders have made. I know people do not like Carr. I am 100 percent with Carr. I think everything that they've done helps him get better. I mean, he with what he had last year, he didn't he had a couple pieces that were missing that he could have used that could have catapulted them a little bit further. Um I like what they bring defensively, Um, you know, with the coach. uh, I think reason why they're five, I think it's going to take a little bit to get things going. There's a lot of changes that have been made. going to take a little bit of time for it to gel. And once that, once they start to get that going and they start to understand uh what they're, you know, what they're trying to do as a team collectively, I think they'll get it together and uh, it's going to be a, Jeez, it's gonna be a slaughterhouse in the, the AFC West. Uh <laughs> four, I have the Chiefs. I, I they it really could easily be five. Um, I think they got worse over the offseason. I'm really tired of Chiefs fans talking about uh Valdez, Gantling and all this other crap. Look, man, you lost Tyreek Hill. You you know, it's it's like it's like a team losing Jerry Rice. Like, what are you in his prime? Like, what are you talking about? You don't just put in a couple guys and expect to pick right up. And I I just don't trust Andy Reid with all of that change. That's a huge change there. They're going to have to figure things out. Um, And like you said, if you're going to be improvising more, we saw a lot of interceptions from uh, Mahomes improvising. I love Patty Melt, but man, if he's got to improvise more and force things, that's more picks. We'll see what happens, but I, I just don't I don't see it. Defensively, don't tell me you got better. Your defense is still as trash as they were last year, the year before that, the year before that. So you better hope that old Patty Melt Mahomes pulls out a miracle because I just don't see it. The vision's just way too good right now. Um, third, I have the Chargers. Bolt up. I like what they've done. I understand that Khalil Mack is not the same Khalil Mack, but is Khalil Mack. Like he's going to be a defensive coordinators are looking for him, which opens it up for everyone else. Um, I also like the moves they made in the draft. Uh, they got Zion Johnson. Uh, they've added some people to bolster that offensive line, which they really needed to have some more protection uh, for Herbert. I think with the running backs, wide receivers coming back, you healthy. You got Uh, I think you even got some pretty good tight end play now that you can count on the, I mean, they could easily be two, but I think it's going to take some time defensively to gel and get the consistency that they're going to be looking for and understanding and figuring out where they're going to put Khalil Mack in certain situations. I think that's going to be the the difference maker, but they're going to be right there at the end. Um, I have the Bills number two, and that was kind of hard because they are so fickle. Like, I mean, you want them to be better and you want them to do more, but they let you down every time, just like those four Super Bowls. They let you down every time. Last year they had the opportunity, um, and they just let us down. I don't think the Von Miller deal is a big deal. I really don't. I think Von Miller thrived in a defense with the Rams because he had a lot of playmakers – and we're talking guys who are, I mean, they're easy pro bowlers. And I know the pro Bowls kind of washed down, but they're easy first, you know, big time all Madden team. that that's use that all Madden team like players on the back end. I can put Von Miller anywhere. All you're just asking him to do is attack the ball. But can he do that in Buffalo? Can or does he have to be the more of the Denver Von Miller? And we saw that towards the Taylor tail end of that. It wasn't as good as it was in the beginning. Um, so we'll see. It was hard putting them at two, but I got them at two offensively. I mean, you can't deny what they do over there and Bengals are number one for me. Um, they got better where we wanted them to get better and where they needed to get better. Um, they were winning games and they were in a position that they were in because of their quarterback. Um, and you, Hey man, get the GAT. You can't, you can't deny this man. He's he's now going to be able to be more comfortable in the pocket, not have to worry about looking at or seeing the rush or trying to figure out something and have that ability to have to maneuver and make a play. They have the wide receivers. I I mean, they're not the most talked about and, you know, highly touted, but they get the job done. They run excellent routes. They are, are secure in catching the ball, and they make plays when they get the ball in their hands. Uh, You add that with their running backs and their defense is, I think very underrated. Um, They're definitely number one in the clear number one in the AFC.
0: So my, my honorable mention talked about them earlier. I'm going to go Cleveland Browns mostly because we don't know who's going to be where, if you look at the roster, top to bottom, with Deshaun Watson playing quarterback, wow!
2: They should like, light people they, up. They
0: should, they should, they should light light people up. If you have Baker at quarterback, they're a mid mid tier team. Um, they made some moves in the draft. I thought them getting David Bell in the third round as a third round pick was an absolute sleeper, just because the guy runs a four six without clothes on or with, with yeah with, with fucking out pads on but you watch him play against Ohio State and Iowa and watch them absolutely light both teams up. Uh, kid, Kid's a baller. You can't, can't deny that. Still, you got Nick Chubb. You still got one of the best defensive lines in the league. Um, so honorable mention, it's just because you don't know what Cleveland Brown team is going to be this year until you figure out the Deshaun thing. Yeah. Uh, number five, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. I think they are all in. They've pushed all the chips to the center, and it's all going to lie on on Tua. Um, dump it to Tyreek Hill, Chase Edmonds. You have a high-powered offense, and bringing in uh, the OC from from the 49ers to be your head coach. A, a younger kid who I think has – has a style of manipulating his offenses to his quarterback's flavor, and I think they they have a an above average defense. It's not not anything to write home about, but think about the Colts in two thousand eight, two thousand nine. A team if you can score fifty points, you don't need a defense. Just keep out scoring them, and with the amount of weapons that you have from Waddle to Tyreek to you know. Anybody else Jackie, in the roster? Edmonds. Uh, yeah. like, like, you're surrounded Sick. by talent. As long as you can get the ball to them with a Philip Rivers-type throwing motion or whatever, you're going to let them boys eat. Yep. So I think they have a good chance. I mean, they're not the best team in their in their division by any means necessary, but they have a chance to win some games, get to a wild-card spot, and if they're hot, make a run. But they're also the Miami Dolphins. So you got to <laughs> see where that's at. Um, number four, uh, I'm going to sound like a homer. Indianapolis Colts. Oh, you can't. Jesus. You can't deny that the Colts have one of the best defenses in the league, and all they needed last year was a game manager quarterback. Tell, speak all you want about the wide receiver core. Michael Pittman Jr. is not a number one. That's great. Alec Pierce, yet to be seen. Even though he looked good in in mini camp and rookie camp. But you give the ball to Jonathan Taylor 20, 30 times a game, a guy who's only been in the league two years and has 38 touchdowns. So you get a guy that doesn't check out of runs so he can throw it with his left hand. you got to realize that, what was it, five of the Colts' losses last year were less than seven points, and they all happened in the final minute of the game.
2: Yep, yep. So
0: that's your quarterback situation. You you get a Matt Ryan who's older, who you hope is just like a Phillip Rivers. Just get it to where it needs to go and hand the ball off. Don't do too much. Don't try to run away from Aaron Donald as he's chasing you, trying to break both of your ankles at the same time. Don't get sacked and try to throw the ball with your left hand into the – like, no. Fall down, hand the ball off, throw it to whatever tall wide receiver is there. Stop That's
2: scaring Commanders fans, will you?
0: Oh man! <laughs> you know what should have scared you was that damn mustard-colored jacket that he showed up. in. yes. yes. Oh and my said he god! He had that sucker since college. <laughs> like, bro, you're worth a hundred something million dollars now. Throw oh it man, in your trash for real. Okay, number three, uh, Buffalo Bills. Uh, we 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 talked about it. Bills are good. We all live and die on the Josh Allen hype train. Thanks to Neil. I bought a Josh Allen silver select PSA nine that hopefully we will live on that Josh Allen hype train. So it will.
1: I'm selling mine before the start of the season. Oh,
0: so am I, because that's when the hype's going to end. Um, they're the bills They're Hey, they're getting a new stadium. That's, that's good. They're moving on up. Uh, the Von Miller deal. I agree with you guys is kind of like, so, so it's not, you know, peak out of Texas A&M Von Miller. Um, never would have thought any team would have gave him the type of deal that he got. Uh, Agreed. So you're making some moves, but I'll tell you, guys, that they have a great defense. You can't talk about their defense without talking about Tremaine Edmonds, yeah. a kid who's so young who is a – Tredavious White. And Tredavious White, great player. Um, the wide receiving core, it's all going to go with how Josh Allen plays. You saw it, and I hate to bring the Colts up again, but you see it against the Colts. You know, a team that I personally thought was going to slaughter the Colts, you get Josh Allen moving, you get him stuck in the pocket, he can make some stupid decisions. And they do have a team that's kind of like, oh, what do we do if you put him in a rough spot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, Chargers. Justin Herbert is, is you know, him and, and Joey Burroughs is, you know, one, two. Like, you can't name a better quarterback draft class than that class. Um, and they're putting players around him like great, like re sign Mike Williams. Um, you got a ton of talent. We talked about the defense. Derwin James is underrated. Khalil Mack comes in with his peanut head, but he is the largest man I've ever met in person. He is so big. And like you said, Dugenay, you have to game plan for him. It's kind of like Dwight Freeney at the end of his career when he played for Atlanta, just because he's old and, and, You know, he's played for a couple teams. He's still Dwight Freeney. The dude can still got that spin move. It can still go sack some people. So that's another half hour, hour that the DC's got to go. Well, we got to, we got to get a running back out to chip on this guy. We have to commit a tight end to help uh, double team that. Then you got the Bosa on the other side. So to each his own, now you got playing dual ways. Justin Herbert, you know, they should have. They should have made a deep run in the playoffs last year. That fucking damn Raiders. Uh, I hated all that. I I think the Raiders are going to be good. I don't have them in the top five um, just because we don't know. We don't know. Yeah, there's I, a I lot like of
2: unknowns.
1: New coaching staff.
0: New coaching staff. But the weird thing is the management, you know, firing of the president, finding out that, you know the the light bills for the stadium weren't getting weren't getting paid, and they yeah, killed the power in the stadium. Like, you're one of the top franchises in the world, and, uh, and a, an owner who you know gets his haircut for seven dollars, right? And can't pay for the lights at the stadium. It's one of those weird organizations that, like, when when uh, Gruden was running it, and they only had like three or four scouts on their On their team roster. Yeah. Like, how are you getting things done with three or four scouts? And you look at the rest of the league, have at minimum 10 plus an assistant. So the Raiders are are the super, super wild card, super, super honorable mention. And finally, number one, obviously the Bengals, they got better in all facets of the draft. A free agency, uh Joey Burrow is a dog. Um, T Higgins, I'd like to see him step up this year, Jamar Chase. All that crap everyone talked about him dropping balls in training camp and the balls being too big. Mm-hmm. And then, boy, Jamar Chase, he's a dog. Like I'm down to watch that dude play all the time. Great player. Defense is pretty underrated. Um, I <laughs> get rid of Eli Apple. For for everything that's holy, just move on from Eli Apple.
2: Lukewarm dumpster juice.
0: Dude, that guy is. <laughs> Hot, dirty brown trash water for sure. <laughs> so, you know, if they can keep their the defense playing well and keep Joey on his feet, let the dude eat. Yep. He can sling it, and he, he, he doesn't make dumb decisions. He, he puts it in a tight window, but he makes calculated decisions. Mm-hmm. So I think the Bengals are going to be something to be reck- reckoned with this year. Obviously, I think they win the AFC North, like – by a, by a long shot. I think, you know, I'll go back through my picks real quick. Um, San Diego wins their division. I think the Dolphins finish second. I'm going to say the Dolphins are going to finish second. I think the Patriots are going to have a really rough year. What yeah, they, they did in the draft tells me about their ownership of them. Tra- or Their first pick is some guy who you could have got three rounds later. Thank you. So
1: is that is that ownership or is that bill belichick Belichick. over overly bill belichick
0: but oh yeah but it's it's not this is like also the first year because remember the uh the gm left new england now uh belichick is now overseeing the draft process so it's him making the (laughs) decisions not the G not not that's that's where it's
1: that's where it's becoming a
0: problem now so it's a jerry jones type s without him being an owner yeah so you know i think the patriots fall because of that mac jones is a it's an average player at best they played in a lukewarm division for so many years and now the bills are good the dolphins are pretty loaded we'll see what happens um but yeah those are my top five in the afc
2: I like it. I think I like the fact good. that you have the Chargers winning the division.
1: I, uh, I I I agree. I think the Chargers do win the division.
0: I think so, because you let's, let's look at the other teams. You know, Raiders, don't know. We don't we know. don't know what kind of team that is. Um, obviously Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, but if you're smart, you're gonna take away Devontae Adams. Josh Jacobs isn't as great as we thought he was. I think he's more of an off field issue than anything else. Yeah, um, you know they got some good players like Darren Waller. Um, they got a good defense that is, but the coaching staff is also just like nah There's just so much turmoil with the Raiders. You don't know Chiefs overhyped, like you said. Lose Tyreek Hill. That's Jerry Rice in his prime. Now my number one, my number one coverage. I'm dueling Travis Kelsey all day. Yeah, I'm committing two yeah, guys because
1: you, you know Juju's over on the sidelines doing too many TikToks, he can't yeah. get out on the field enough. Juju,
2: Juju ain't it.
0: Juju, Juju ain't it. He's not, uh, MVS, not a chance, he can't nope. fill that role. And you look at some of the other guys that were in there, like Miko Harman Jr., he's a no-namer. Yeah. Um, the the couple guys, the couple wide receivers they drafted last season didn't even make the roster, so yeah. You know, I, I don't think you're going to rely on a running game and Patrick Mahomes running around trying to make plays. So,
1: yep. I'm with you. Cool. Well, so so are we all in agreement? Then Rams Bengals rematch in Arizona?
2: I would be down. I'd I'd watch it. I'd watch I think. it. Even I think though I would, I would like- rather see my Chargers be in that one, but I, I'd watch it. I, until I'd, they really until think until they it. prove otherwise. Exactly. I, I can't trust them.
0: Yeah, until they prove otherwise, I don't think. That the, you can't bet against the Rams or the Bengals in a rematch. Yeah,
1: I I would agree. I think those two teams got better where they needed to get better. They didn't lose any pieces that were necessary. And just got just got to go out there and win now.
2: Yep. Yeah, exactly. Stay healthy and win. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And nobody
0: nobody like got to their level. If that makes sense, nobody nobody got better. They didn't to their jump level. anybody. Everybody, people got good but the bad, the, like the bad, the lower tier teams got to that average or mid tier level. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, you know, great teams didn't get greater. Everyone's kind of in this same, you know, pack where it'll be fun, fun to watch this year.
2: Yeah. Yep. Definitely. for sure.
0: Cool. So everybody's wasted another great hour listening to us on the podcast. Thank you again, Dujanae for joining us. Always check out the not bland show. If you got Ghostcast, you should download it. It's free on the Apple apps. Download Ghostcast. Go follow Dujene Bland and the Not Bland show. Check him out on Instagram, on Twitter, conversate with him, uh, myself and Neil on Instagram, Showtime Sports Cards, and Doughboy Sports Cards One. Thank you again to all of our sponsors that help us out for this. MySlabs, MysLabs.com. You know, I sold some stuff today on myslabs.com. Great. Now they're over 50,000 people and they had a Jordan card sell for $175,000. Zero percent seller fee. So get on that. Dude got to keep all this money where on eBay, you'd be uh, you'd be paying that up. Uh, slab Savers, protectyourslabs.com. Love those guys. They make great cases to protect all your slabs because you know, when you're traveling, or you want to keep uh, keep the humidity out, it's a great place to have it. Use code DREAM3. You're going to get 10% off. GradedShip.com. Saw this today. Don't ship your slabs and bubble mailers. They get cracked. People get pissed. Go to, protect your, or go to Slab Savers or uh, GradedShip.com. Go to GradedShip.com. What are we sponsored by? I don't remember them all. You know, all of them. GradedShip.com. Use code DREAM15. You're going to get 15% off your order. And finally, Nation Golf. If you go to nationgolfcompany.com right now, if you use code NDC15, you're going to get 15% off your order and a free hat. So go check them out, nationgolfcompany.com or follow them on Instagram. Until next time, guys, we'll get back at it next week, talking some more sports cards action. Neil trying to sell some stuff. Hopefully me trying to sell some stuff. We might be going to a cart show soon. So until next time. PGA Championship this weekend. PGA Championship this weekend. Let's get it. Yeah. Till next time. Later.